right. Grab your torches and get set to light some dumpsters and some bankrolls on fire. We're back. It's week nine of the NFL, and this is the DFS Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast. I'm Brady Goodman. He's Shark Daddy, Steve Yo. Sharky, with the return. Glad to have you back, dude. You ready to talk lineups? Yeah, I'm ready to steal some of Joe's ideas. <laughs> and JKNKC, find him on uh, Twitter, find him on uh, Twitch. Are you still twitching? I'm still twitching. Okay, how often? That is uh, not four days right? a week. <laughs> yeah, that's what the kids are calling it these days. He's twitching four days a week. It's not what we called it back in my day, but you know. He made it to he made it to uh, the C schedule, so he's not <laughs> he's getting better tips. So check out uh, check out Joe on uh, Twitch. Sign up, follow him with uh, what your Amazon Prime account. Isn't that supposed to help you out? Yeah, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to my channel. Uh, it's free to you, and I get a little kickback for it. So, and he's got a kid that's like three months old. How right. old? Two months? Not even. Not even two months. Two months on Friday. So, uh, need you to subscribe to the channel. Help out the Formula Fund, dude. Listen, I'm seeing the pictures. You're in a great spot because finally they're smiling. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. definitely fun to watch with smile. Steve, uh, Joe said uh, he was feeling a little tired. I'm like, welcome to fatherhood. This yeah. never ends. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're just always tired from this here is on the new out. Normal. I'm, yep. I'm like, I'm just getting home from picking up from soccer practice. So at nine thirty at night. Yeah, it never ends. Yep. <laughs> you just get more and more tired <laughs> and able to deal with it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk the show real quick uh follow us on twitter dumpster sports we will post our listener league up there and i'm telling you this league is soft now clear down at the bottom shark daddy yeah what you took a you took a shot on tua yeah uh, every once in a while i just you take a flyer right you do take a flyer um Shark Daddy, let's talk about this lineup because you had all snowflakes. Well, see, I thought we were going reverse lineup for you some reason. We were playing low ball. Yeah, I thought like mm-hmm. it's like, hey, let's uh, yeah, take a shot, and I failed. No, I'm listen. I don't think it's that bad. I'll tell you one thing: your ownership was low. Lockett <laughs> was a tough <laughs> Lockett was a tough spot because you didn't know if he was going to have another blow up or if they were going to go to DK. Um, Seattle scores thirty seven points and Lockett only has four receptions. The week prior, I think he had four touchdowns. Right. So you can't be too mad about that. Um, Tua and Jaseki. I, I think Jaseki wasn't a bad play with Tua if you like Tua because you think, oh, this rookie's going to be running around tight end probably. Only one reception there, unfortunately. Well, I, I, and I was thinking, might be playing from behind, so. Yeah. So Joe's take on Tua was it was a really bad matchup against a really good defensive line. Um, listen, I'm not on you too much because in – Right next to you at eighth place was me. I had all snowflakes except for Keenan Allen. He was on fire. I also had Derrick Henry, who, I mean, was fine, but just another one of those just fine games. Um, I'm going to 
outcry injury as Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, and uh, that did nothing for my stack. I was in at eighth. Joe in at fifth. What do you got to say about your lineup? Here's the thing. Joe took a zero. Look, I think I got real unlucky this week. Okay, why? Man, I so I had this Detroit stack. They were playing from behind. It was the perfect game script for the Detroit stack. Trying to come back with uh, Matt Stafford, who had a good game. I had two pass catchers. Kenny DeGalladay was one who got hurt early in the game. Yep. He's my goose egg. He's my bagel. Um, and then my, my Jonathan Taylor, it's the perfect game script for Jonathan Taylor. They're up. They're leading. You think he's just going to get all the touches. Two running backs on the team score a touchdown. He's not one of them. And <laughs> a tight end has a rushing touchdown. I mean, yep. what kind of shenanigans are going on in Indiana? So like, I, I, had, I had him too. Yep. Come on. Um, so as unlucky as he got, Joe still had 116. Uh, Steve and I um, didn't get above 90 uh, between the two of us. In at first place again. I don't know if this is two or three weeks in a row, but it's the uh, Ginger Ninja. What is it? The Ginger Ninja, yep. Yeah, the Ginger Ninja. Um, our buddy Jake, uh, he's on Twitch as well. He won this league, and he took a zero from Nelson Aguilar. A straight-up zero. This, this league of ours is so easy. Our winner this week had three snowflakes. Lev Bell. Antonio Brown. So Jake went with the Chiefs stack. He had 39 out of Mahomes, 6.8 out of Lev Bell. He had 22 out of Hardman and 25 out of Tyreek and gets there and ekes out first place. I'm telling you, it's pretty darn soft money. CT or CXT7 is a new player in our league. Welcome, Jason W. New as well. Wakeboarder is still back trying to get his first W against this group of bums. Again, find us in the leagues if you want to look for it. Uh, The league is titled, I'm assuming you can search for it, Dumpster Fire Sports 2020. We'll put the link on our Twitter feed. Now let's get to week nine and set our bankrolls on fire. Let's start out by looking at stacks that we like. Joe, why don't you go out there and throw out a meaty stack to get us rolling. Man, you want my stack first, huh? Mm-hmm. I I think my stack this week is coming out of this Seattle-Buffalo game. Um, I think I'm probably going to go with the Buffalo side because uh, I like the the little bit of savings that I get from Josh Allen. I'm hoping that people are thinking that he's just like our name says, a dumpster fire because he has not been playing well lately. Uh, I'd pair him with Steph Diggs probably because he's the number one wide receiver. If you want to throw in another guy like Cole Beasley there or John Brown, I won't fault you for it. But uh, And then I'd probably bring it back with Tyler Lockett again this week because Buffalo has a great corner on the outside, most likely going to cover DK Metcalf quite a bit. That doesn't mean DK Metcalf isn't going to go off. DK is a freak and could go off at any point, but Tyler Lockett has the path to least resistance on this uh, Seattle wide receiver core this week. I got to say, I kind of like that. Um, Josh Allen has been down this (laughs) season. Um, I have him in season long and he's kind of been killing me. I think that'll drop his ownership quite a bit. Now, Joe, his last four games, he hasn't broken 20. You think this is bounce-back week? 
I mean, I know Seattle's defense is really bad, but um, does that concern you at all? No, I mean, Seattle's Seattle's defense against wide receivers is the worst in the league. We were cho- we were talking about Josh Allen being in the MVP race the first, what, four weeks of the season? Yeah. When he was just dropping 30 balls left and right. Um, obviously, he's been down the last couple of weeks, but he still has that great floor with his rushing attempts, rushing 8, 11, and 10 times the last three weeks. Um, he can always get in at Vulture a touchdown if they get down to the one or the two. Um and then, I mean, the guy's going to have to throw to keep up with this ridiculous Seattle offense. So I think they're going to be in a good spot. I think the game script works out well for Buffalo this week. So uh, Osimo has Josh Allen projected at QB2. How much does that concern you? QB2 as far as ownership goes. You're not really worried about ownership when it comes to quarterback? Yeah, quarterback ownership isn't something that normally worries me. Um, I'm more worried about the stacking options with that. But even if, even if the stack is decently owned, um, I can get different in other places with my secondary stacks or my one-offs that I'm not too worried about my stack being overly owned. The Josh Allen stack from JK, a shark daddy. You're up next. What's stack gives you the tingle in the willy this week. I really liked the Buffalo stack. I'm not going to lie. Um, I kind of like Pittsburgh, maybe with a little bit of Roethlisberger and a Juju Smith-Schuster. I did too. Joe, are was, you looking at Fanduel too? Listen, uh, well, I'm actually just looking at lineups now because now I'm looking at like, oh, Dallas sucks. But I also kind of like Matt Ryan with like Julio Jones this week. Listen, I hey, I want to jump on that Ben stat. I sent that as my early look to Joe, and Joe. Uh, just was super cruel uh, Look, to me about I mean, my Ben stack. The reason I don't like Ben, Ben does not run. He's gonna. He's got no rushing upside. Uh, ben basically has to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns to get you anywhere you need to be to win a GPP. Like this guy's best game on the season is 22 points. And at six and a half K, that is not getting it done. In a to win a GPP, it, it might win our listener league with <laughs> ten people, but it's not winning a a, a big GPP. Sure. Hey, sure. I'm trying to give out advice to listeners that I can beat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I I was with you on the Ben stack. Here's my one concern: if Joe is right, and I kind of tend to agree with him that he has to throw a ton of touchdowns. Um, I think Connor's a big concern because I love Connor this week as well. So, you know, does he end up vulturing I mean, some of those points? Do you want to know a stack that probably no one will have out there? Tua. No, Jacob oh. Ludden. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he's the Jacksonville's guy. Yeah, and then go with like – Who's their stud? Like receiver? DJ Shark. Yeah, you can save a ton of money. <laughs> you really can. Letting in at uh, forty nine hundred. Osimo has him projected ownership wise at QB fifteen. Um, where are you at on that, Joe? You just, I mean, you want a flyer? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'd rather play Lutton than play Big Ben. 
because you're getting 1,600 in savings. And uh, listen, Houston's defense is not good against wide receivers. Yeah, Houston's defense is not good, period. Um, yes. I, I'm probably going to be playing James Robinson from that game because I think it's going to lean more run with a rookie quarterback from the sixth round. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I think uh, a guy that's going to end up being heavily owned by the end of the week is going to be Chase Daniel uh, starting for Detroit. Oof. I know it sounds gross, but I think a lot of people are probably going to go there in cash because he is bare mint price at 4k. Dude, I cannot get over the video of him picking his nose and eating it when he Look, was in the zoo. Right? That means I him booger. They're going to drop four TDs, man. <laughs> I'll bet he might, but are so are you serious? You think he's going to be chalky chase Daniels? I, I think he will be, more than 20% owned in cash this week, probably. Oof. Um, listen, here's a stack that uh, you guys can go ahead and talk me off of. Um, it's not – look, I'm looking at Teddy Bridgewater. Um, there's a good chance that he has uh, McCaffrey back, but I think even though McCaffrey's a killer, that there is some option for him to catch a uh, passing touchdown – which is good for Teddy. Uh, Mike Davis can do the same thing. You got to think they're going up against Kansas City. So there's going to be um, a lot of points here. The over-under at 52. I think he's got some decently cheap, but also good wide receivers you can stack him with. Um, well, who's going to talk me out of the Teddy two-glove stack? I won't because I hope you play that in our league. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I won't talk you off to off of the uh, Teddy throws a belt <laughs> play there. I mean, uh, my only concern is what is McCaffrey's workload and do you pair him with Teddy here? Because in years past, we've seen uh, Christian McCaffrey get 10 plus catches in games. And if that's the case, then that's not a running back that I have a problem pairing with my quarterback. So I, I wouldn't hate to pair him Um but then at the same time, we don't know how much of a workload he's going to get coming off this injury. And their their um, their coach is talking about still wanting to give Mike Davis a role, which after these last few weeks, I don't know why. But, you know, I, I'm not a coach in the NFL. So what do I know? Well, so Miles Davis is catching, um, still catching passes, too. That's just kind of how that offense works. Um I think Teddy does have some rushing upside. Robbie Moore or Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, uh, Curtis Samuel, I think are some decent options as far as um, wide receivers go. DJ Moore up against Bashad Breland, who's had some issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, only 5,600 and he's getting 40% of the air yards, 23% of the target share. He's running routes 100% of the time. Um, he's getting a uh, 11 something percent of the red zone targets. Um, and I think he'll be low owned. I don't know. I may take a shot on Carolina. Um, and I got to mention the, uh, it's probably going to be a pretty high owned, but the Justin Herbert stack Vegas, I don't know, man, early, they beat the chiefs. So I was a little worried about them early on, but they have not been good since they beat the chiefs. Am I wrong there? I, I no. I mean, 
they're they're definitely losing games and stuff. But uh, I I almost don't mind the other side of that coin just because Derek Carr is so cheap, right? Um, but yeah, I I think Justin Herbert has proved to be, if not the best, then easily one A with uh, with uh, Burrow as rookie quarterbacks this year. And I don't have a problem running him out there any week. Yeah. Um, Vegas I like him this week a lot. Uh, Vegas comes in at 27th in the um, passing defense, passing offense. Uh, the Chargers are seven. Um, the thing is, Vegas just puts no pressure on the quarterback. And so – Herbert's going to have a ton of time back there to just pick and choose who he wants to throw to. Um, I think you definitely have some good options as far as wide receivers go. Keenan Allen um, is kind of expensive at seven grand, but that dude's getting 30% of the air yards, 30% of the target share, 88% of uh, routes he's running on, and 25% of the red zone targets. So Keenan Allen, Justin Moore looks pretty good. Mike Williams isn't bad either. Um, he's over 10% of the red zone targets as well. So I don't know. I, I mean, uh, depending on what happens with COVID, have you guys been up to date? It seems like a bunch of stuff's going on. Um, it's Wednesday night when we're recording this, and we're already dealing with San Francisco shut down their facility. Matthew Stafford's on COVID. Uh, IR. Who else? Wasn't there somebody else that Andrew popped up Dal- today? Andrew Dalton's on there. Yeah, Andrew uh-huh. Dalton. With, and there were some defensive players. Um, like Baltimore's like top cornerback, he's on it. Yeah, Marlon Humphreys is on it. Which that's why I, I kind of like that Philip Rivers play, just because I think there's a couple other people out for their defense, like injury wise for Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, dude, San Francisco is just beat up by injuries. Garoppolo, Kittle, Mostert, Wilson, Coleman, Samuel, Kendrick Bourne is on COVID protocol as well. Is they done? Uh, yeah, I mean, are they going to end up moving that game, do we think? they? I heard that San Francisco's forfeiting their season. Stop it. <laughs> no, but they should. Okay, I don't know. All right. All right, listen, we kind of basically talk quarterbacks, plays we like, and stacks. Let's move on to running backs that we like. Uh, Steve, do you want to start us out? Where are you at on running backs? Dalvin Cook blew up last week. Derrick Henry is always expensive, always has a great floor, but doesn't seem to break out of that very often. Uh, when he does, it seems like he triples it. Um let me talk about, since you didn't all start actually with running back, I invited you to talk, and then I never gave <laughs> a pause, and then I never stopped. Let me talk about James Conner. If we don't like Big Ben, we know Dallas is an absolute mess right now. Um, coming in at 6.9, how do we feel about uh, James Conner? I, I, you got to think he's going to double his floor, right? I mean, I, I don't hate James Conner this week. I think they probably get out to a lead against this Dallas team. Um, that Dallas defense did finally kind of show up. Um, I, at 6.9, I just – I don't know that he's getting that 3X that we need from him. I mean, he's got to get, what, 21 points? Yeah. I, I don't, don't know if he's he getting there. there. 
I mean, I, I think he has a shot at it, but I how many how many targets has he been getting the last couple of weeks? No, you're uh, three, five, and one. You're right. I mean, his his points are 15, 14, 17, and 15 most recently. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I really like that floor from the running back coming from receptions. Uh, I mean, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the carries regardless in most backfields, but the guys that get the receptions, it's a free point. I mean, they're they're catching the ball five yards down the field or less ninety nine percent of the time, and uh, they are just getting those free easy points. And I will try and stick to those guys more for floors. Uh, that's why I don't normally like Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry, even if Derrick Henry gets you a hundred yards and a touchdown that he's at 19 points. Like he's just got to go so ridiculously off running the ball that it's, it's hard for him to get that ceiling game going. Sure. Steve, who you like, you know, it's weird. We haven't talked about the chiefs yet. Who do you like at running back this week? What are you thinking? Um, I like Melvin Gordon. Okay. Just because he's slated as a starter and then Elena is just trash on defense. <laughs> right. And I feel like they'll kind of go heavy with him to hopefully be in the game and not have to rely on Drew Locke too much. And he's yeah, relatively I mean, cheap at like 5,300. Yep. I think he could easily get um, get 3X. I think he can get there. Joe, who do you like running back-wise? Uh, I mean, I think Dalvin Cook is in a great spot to go off again. Detroit is awful against the run. He's been getting pass catching work. Um, I mean, he he didn't have a ton of pass catching work last week, but he showed his explosiveness with that 50-yard touchdown. Uh, obviously, he's not going to get four touchdowns every week and go for 50 points. That's just kind of insane. But at 8.2K, he could, he could get to 24-plus here. Um, I think Chase Edmonds is going to be chalky, but I, I I don't mind that play. Um, I need him to do something in season long. I like Chase Edmonds too. Under seven, under seven grand. I mean, I think that dude um, is in a really good spot. That offense is pretty high powered. I like yeah. him. Who else? Uh, like I said earlier, when uh, we were bringing up uh, Luton or whatever yeah. his name is. Uh, I'll be on uh, James Robinson quite a bit this week. Um, I, I think that offense has got to go through him with this rookie quarterback in. Um, I could be wrong in that, but if I am, I'll just take that L because James Robinson has been getting uh, pretty ridiculous workload most of the season, um, getting close to about 20 touches. Uh, last week he had 28 touches with six targets and 22 rushing attempts, and he went, off against the uh, Chargers, who I think have a much better defense against running backs again than the uh, Houston Texans. So I will be pretty heavy on James Robinson this week for 7K. Love it. Uh, what about uh, Hasty? Um, we don't know what's going on with this game. James Hasty? Yeah. Michael Hasty. Oh, his son. <laughs> So, um, so he that is may also get, the Thursday game. Yeah, unless he, he gets may, swapped, and then who knows? 
which I think it might end up on Monday night, I read on Twitter. But um, l- real quick, little hometown cook in here. What do you think about Lev Bell uh, versus uh, CEH? Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen there? Lev Bell at uh, 5.1 ended up with um, six rushes, three targets last week, but only chalked up 6.8 DK points. 3.9 the week before. Um, you know, as far as being a Chiefs fan, Steve, what do you think they're going to do with that backfield? It's so hard now to predict because, like, one week they'll just run the crap out of the ball. And then the next week, boom, Mahomes just throws five TD passes. They don't, yeah. even, need, they don't even need to hand off the ball, you know? Right. And so it's like, what are they going to try to come out this week, you know? Are they going to – actually do like a balance attack or are they going to go heavy one way? Well, it's crazy because against Buffalo, Clyde ran the ball 26 times last week against the Jets combined Lev and Clyde 12 rushing attempts. Joe, what do you think is going to happen with that backfield? A lot of those are also like RPOs. And so whatever the defense gives them, Mahomes takes. And so they're oh, sure. So their game plan was let's not let them run on us. We don't think Mahomes can beat us. Right. Right. Joe, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, no chance you're playing either one of those two. Uh, I will probably not be on either one just because clearly they're splitting carries. They're splitting targets. Um, and 6.1 K is just, too expensive for me to take a chance on somebody like that. I'm not one of these guys that's thrown in 150 lineups. So uh, I will not have any CEH probably Um, because just like, just like you guys said, I mean, it it could easily be a week that Mahomes wants to throw five touchdowns again. And I don't see Carolina stopping that. That said, Mm -hmm. I I don't think Carolina has a good run defense at all. Um, and it could easily be exploited and it could be a run week and they could both go off. But because I have no idea which week it's going to be and the Chiefs could easily make it either week, um, I will not have either, uh, especially because I, I think I like the pass game from both of these teams more than either of those two running backs. Let's talk uh, tight ends. I'll start off and I'm going to throw out Ross Dwelly out there. Uh, again, we don't know what's going to happen with this San Francisco you game. You just made up that name. <laughs> <laughs> so he is actually the third string tight end in San Francisco. Kittle, unfortunately, out for the year. Jordan Reed dealing with an injury as well. Um, looks like at least a couple of their wide receivers are going to be out. We know Bourne is going to be out because of COVID. Um I think that offense is set up to throw to the tight end. I think when you have an incoming quarterback um, backup or rookie or whatever it is, uh, you know, a dump down option um, is always appealing. Dwelly, despite being third string last week, ended up having four targets and almost nine points DK salary uh, this week at 3.8. I think he could get to 10 fairly easily. It seems like there's a lot of good options around that 4K range. Um, I still like Jonu Smith. I know they're playing Chicago, who's got a pretty good um, pass defense. But Jonu Smith, under 4K. I really um, like him because he looks scary. 
He does, dude. The guy's neck. Yeah, right. Where? What neck? It's <laughs> thicker than both my thighs. Yeah. Um, he was getting a lot more targets earlier in the year. He had a game where he went for twenty four, um, but I still like him under four grand this week. Um, and then Mark Andrews, who's going to be one of the more expensive ones. Uh, 4.8K, again, um, a kind of a tough matchup for Baltimore, but he gets pretty good targets. He had six last week. Um, you know, he's had a game of 17, 20, and 22, um, and he's getting a ton of targets, so I like Mark Andrews. Joe, where are you at on the tight end spot this week? Um, I will, I actually like Hayden Hurst this week, 4.1 K. Um, he's been getting quite a few targets the last few weeks. Uh, last two weeks, he, he's had seven, mm. uh, each of the last two weeks. Um, he's not getting a ton of red zone targets, but I mean, he's easily a guy that could fall into the end zone any week and that just bo- uh, buoys you up a little bit more there. Um, I don't, if TJ Hawkinson is healthy, I don't hate that with your, uh, booger sack. Um, <laughs> So maybe a little Chase Daniel, a uh, Marvin Jones, and TJ Hawkinson. I don't hate that. Um, and then Noah Fant against this Atlanta defense sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. I like Noah Fant as well. Um, did you say Hayden Hurst? Yep. Yeah, Hayden Hurst at uh, 4.1. Seven targets the last couple weeks. It put a touchdown in there, and that dude's upwards of 20. So you're right. Um, what about like a uh, Greg Olson? I mean, I know he, he's old now, but shit, they air it out, and I think that's going to be a pass-happy game. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. He He had four targets last week and didn't catch any of them. Um, you would think that that guy would have a touchdown. He doesn't have a touchdown. Oh, he does. He had a touchdown versus Atlanta um, early on. Last three weeks, four targets, three targets, one target. The week before, he had seven, caught five of them, and only ended up with 8.5. Now, that gets you to Joe's 3X that he likes. Um, But, man, he... It just doesn't seem like uh, Russ likes him all that much. They uh, they also yanked him in the uh, in the red zone last week. I, I mean, he did get two red zone targets, but late in that game, I remember watching him getting yanked for a uh, Will Disley appearance. Yeah. So Disley. that might be something to uh, watch out for too. Here's somebody else who you know. I thought we were going to – I thought he was going to be a big deal. Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys had a 22-point week, had an 8, then had a 17. So I picked him up in season long, which was a huge mistake. Last week, though, eight targets, six receptions. He had 53 yards, 11 points. Um, he only cost 3.6 on DK this week up against a tough defense versus Pittsburgh. And he's dealing with a third-string quarterback because Andrew Dalton out again. Um, and what's you know, their quarterback's name? With the Rona. Johnny Moxon. Good old Ben DiNucci. Yeah. <laughs> Should be out here making pasta, and he's uh, throwing <laughs> balls in the NFL. Ben DiNucci um, should be an interesting – So, look, 4.8. <laughs> 
The dude hasn't played. You telling me he's not going to dump down to the tight end some? I mean, clearly uh, he did last week, so I, I don't so, hate it. All right, I don't hate it either. All right, let's talk uh, wide receiver. Joe, you want to kick us off with some wide receivers? Go ahead and throw out your uh, your special this week. I mean, Tyler Lockett is probably my favorite play on the week. Um, like I said earlier, him going up against Buffalo. Buffalo has a really good outside corner uh, in Tredavious White, who I assume is going to be uh, shadowing DK Metcalf. And uh, Tyler Lock is going to be running out of slot, and I don't see him having any issues at that. Um, I still like Terry McLaurin. He's 6.5K. He's finally priced up a little bit more, but he's the best player on a bad team. Uh, he's probably going to get a ton of looks. So I- I'm all about that. Keenan Allen still somehow is not priced up enough. I mean, the man just gets 10-plus targets every week. So I'm all for Keenan Allen this week, too. Are you not going to bring up Jakeem Grant? I mean, I think Jakeem Grant is uh, a good uh, min price play if you need to save that salary. Um, with Isaiah Ford getting traded away to the Patriots, uh, hopefully he's, well, I mean, hopefully is the problem here. He is the third receiver. He is coming in, and he's got that punt return uh, ability also. So he could get you a touchdown there as well, like he did mm. last week. I just want it on record that I don't love this play. You don't love the Jakeem Grant? I really don't. I get that he's cheap, but I got to think there's better cheap options. Do you think he's going to be chalky or no? I don't think he will be. I think there's enough people down there in that price range that um, he probably – won't be super chalky. Uh, I I mean, if if we hear that uh, this Blake character on Atlanta is the direct backup for Calvin Ridley, which it seems like he was in the uh, game that Calvin Ridley went out, uh, I wouldn't mind playing him either. Um, after after Calvin Ridley went out, he ran all of the routes for Calvin Ridley. Mm. Um, wasn't targeted a ton, but. If, if he's going to run all those routes, I, I wouldn't hate it for 3K. Uh, I want to talk about Detroit again and some of the options there. Um, you know, with Galladay being out, it, it, Detroit has some interesting wide receivers. Obviously, Marvin Jones, he's going to be the guy again at 5.1K. Um, you know, without Galladay early on in the season, he was – Obviously, getting the majority share of the targets, so I don't hate Marvin Jones, but Danny Amendola at 3.7 That's has to play. be appealing, right? Because Boogie likes to check it down. <laughs> and uh, early on, the first two weeks with no Galladay, uh, Danny Amendola was looking at seven targets each week for 3.7. That's not bad. Marvin Hall is another one who um, last week ended up having seven targets. Um, he got caught four of them, got one red zone target, and he's another sneaky one that he might end up with a ton of action with Galladay being out. And um, 3.8 isn't that bad of a price. And then Jamal Agnew, keep an eye on him maybe. Um, last week actually had a run attempt as well. Um I wouldn't play him, but I would. I keep won't an play eye him, but 
Here's a good name for you. <laughs> it is a great name. Not as good as Quintez Cephas. I th- hope I'm saying that even halfway right. Quintez. I think you nailed it. Right? Really? I think you did. Week one for Detroit had 10 targets with no Galladay, but hasn't had a target since week two. So I don't know what's going on there for Quintez Cephas, but, but, uh, but I like him. Obviously, um, looks like Sammy Watkins is going to be out. So Hardman has to have some appeal again this week, don't we think? Yeah. My, my worry with Hardman is it, it has seemed like um, Demarcus Robinson is his direct backup, and he is Tyreek's direct backup. So I think Demarcus Robinson is still running all of the normal Sammy Watkins routes. And the only time that Mecole is going to get out there is when we are in a um, four wide receiver set or a three wide receiver set with Kelsey. And uh, he's that third option. He's not, he's not the normal second receiver like Sammy Watkins is. Right. Right. Uh, where are you at on the Chiefs wide receivers, Steve? It's tough to pick. There's so many options. It's kind of the problem. Right. I, I tend to stay away just because you never know where they're going to go. But I do like that D-Rob play mm-hmm. um, because I feel like D-Rob gets at least a good two to three shots a game, like deep shots. Mm-hmm. And the question if he can come down with him is the question. Right. Right. You know, same thing with Mooney. That boy Mooney is on my season-long league, and the dude gets air yards, but, I mean, they just cannot connect with the guy. He's fast, he's good, but eventually he's going to have a crazy game. I just don't imagine I'll be on him when he does. I I have a real football question here, not a fantasy football question. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me how Nick Foles is giving the Chicago Bears a better chance to win than Mitch Trubisky right now. He's a smarter football player. Is he? Because he can't hit a he can't hit a throw to save his life. Big dick or not, he can't hit a throw to save his life. You ever seen Mitch throw a ball? I mean, yeah, but I've also seen Mitch run. I mean, Mitch Mitch isn't missing many more than Foles is, and he can at least run for a first down. He doesn't throw it because he gets scared and runs it the whole time. Listen, Foles is a vet, though, right? I mean, Foles has – Right. I don't know, man. I I think Foles is just a better overall quarterback with a better resume. Yeah. Um. Listen, if we're playing a chief stacker uh, – let me go back to Carolina and Robbie Anderson. Um, he's up against Ward for the Chiefs. He's getting 40% of the air yards. How do we feel about Robbie Anderson? I think he's a solid play this week. I'm such a homer that I won't touch anybody playing the Chiefs. Joe? Oh, I, I I like Robbie Anderson this week. I also like DJ Moore this week. I mean, there's some uh, good options there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you could you could easily double stack it with those two guys and bring it back with uh, Tyreek or Kelsey or. I will. I did lie. I did play one of the Jets receivers last week for super cheap thinking, huh, maybe they'll have to play some catch up, you know? Yeah. And, and what boy, happened? Boy, did that backfire me because <laughs> they had to play catch up and they didn't know how. 
<laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Let it me throw. Was, I mean, it was good for my like Chiefs fandomhood, but but I, but I mean, when I have like sixty five points up, I guess I don't care at that point. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Devonte Parker. Um, he's had some health issues, but I think that's a lot of him just being a veteran. Twenty three percent of the air yard share. Um, he's going up against Drake Kirkpatrick, which is. Um, a pretty good matchup for Parker. Um, Miami against Arizona, so you got to think there's going to be a decent amount of points in that game. Um, I like him as well. I like uh, in that game, I like, um, oh, what's his name? Christian Kirk. Christian for, Kirk. For Arizona. He's been getting more targets. And he's a big boy, so they'd like to air it out. Yeah, I I tend to agree there. I mean, you're getting close with that with that um Arizona team where it's another situation of who's getting it. Yeah, there's just so many weapons. What about I also what like about, Brandon Cooks this weekend? Yeah, man. I'm such an idiot. I dropped him in season long and the second half of this season, the last four games, he's been on one for sure. Um what about this play? Denzel Mims. I'm from, out. I'm why? Out. Why? Because the Jets just, they give him the ball early and then they forget that he's on the team. And it I mean, annoys me so much. <laughs> he's getting 66% of the red zone targets. 20%. Yeah, but they don't get to the red zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 3.7K. Last um, week, so last week, Denzel Mims was my main bring back for my Chiefs stack. Denzel Mims had two receptions for 42 yards in the first half of the first quarter. He got one target the rest of the game. Like, the Jets just don't understand how to play. The only person that can succeed in that offense is the slot wide receiver, and he is not that. That sucks. Sorry that went south on you, Joe. It sucked. I hated it. <laughs> All right. Any other special plays you guys want? I got to, one uh, more. Okay, Gardner let's hear Minshew. it. Gardner Minshew. He's, He's not playing. I'm kidding. Okay. This guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Here's my, here's my last guy. Yes. And this is uh, this is kind of a shot in the dark. Might hit, might not. But uh, little Ben down there in Dallas, Ben DiNucci liked Michael Gallup last week. Michael Gallup had twelve targets, had seven receptions for sixty-one yards. For whatever reason, little Ben likes Mike, and that makes me like Mike. I mean, I'm not mad about that. Uh, I don't love. Him going up against Steven Nelson. I am not afraid of Steven Nelson. Okay. (laughs) Um, 12 targets last week, Michael Michael Gallup. He is 4K. That is the cheapest you will see a Dallas receiver this year. Eh, Maybe not, but I mean, 4K for Michael Gallup is just absurd. If he's going to get anywhere near 12 targets, he should pay that off. Okay, Michael Gallup. The Joe Big Doe special of the week from Dallas. I like it. Uh, he doesn't get times three. Joe's going to get you $10. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> hashtag win Joe's dough. <laughs> the over under is uh, three times. What did you say? How much was he? I just had it He's right 4X. here. He's 4K. He's 4K. Yeah. So hashtag win Joe's dough. Um, if he doesn't get 12 points, Joe owes you uh, $10. I am not signing and off on this. That's for the first. I'll cover it. For the first five people. Oh boy, ready. For the first five. I'll cover it. All right. Dumpster Sports on Twitter. Join the listener league. We're all trash. Two of the hosts came in dead last last week. Come get these funds. Come get it from us. Uh, right? I mean, what are we going to do? Um, Three bucks. Setting bankrolls on fire and giving out frosty plays. That's what we do here this week. For Shark Daddy, JK, NKC, I'm Brady Goodman. And uh, go out there and win you some money. Hope you guys get second.